This is Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. Stanford, 90.1 FM. Radio Atenea Americana. This is Atenea Americana. Bilingual house of culture. On the air and online. Radio Atenea Americana. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Jubes. Isabel Jubes. Bienvenidos. Atenea Americana. Welcome. Bienvenidos. From Stanford to the world. Venezuela. Yes, I'm originally from Venezuela, from Valencia, Venezuela, the industrial city. Oh, yeah. oh that was how we used to call because right now we don't know if it's still a uh, company <laughs> over there. Anyway, yeah, I'm from Venezuela. Yes, uh, so you always wanted to be an entertainer. Yes, yes. I, I always remember that and I always know that I'm going to be, that I born as an artist. Yes. So um, were you always a, a musical person? Did you grow up singing or, or more like a performer and actor? No, basically I was great. I grew up listening to my father. My oh. father was all the time when I, he get home from war or when I, he used to work at home cooking or fixing cars because my, my father was a mechanic nice. uh, and a chef. So Every time he was listening to like boleros, you know, and tangos and operas. And for me, it was amazing. Like, I was like, how that person can sing like that? But I, I always, I always know that I'm going to be an actor. I always say, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Like, <laughs> but the, the music came up later. Like uh, when I, I, maybe 13, 14, when I did Pinocchio, the musical. In oh, nice. 
Nice. So you were in, in the theater. Yeah. Uh, I was a, youngster. I was in the theater. I was 13. My first role was Pinocchio. Uh, I began in the municipal, in, in Venice, in municipal theater of Valencia. And then the Opera of Maracay Theater. And then they, they told us that we're going to do um, two weeks, like 10 performers or the performance at the Teresa Carreño of Caracas. And I was like, oh my God. So I'm 13 yeah. years old and I am the first role at the Teresa Carreño. It's like, wow. Awesome. Yeah, it was wow. like, incredible. For me, it was an incredible experience. Wow, that's great. And uh, did you, I mean, I, I heard a little bit on your website, you have an amazing range on pitch, like that, that is pretty good. So have, are you formally trained in singing <laughs> and music? Yes, I was, I studied a little, like, as you know, uh, Sofia and, and music in Venezuela. But, uh, and then one day I was like, oh, come on, I just need to go away. And then I get, I took my backpack and I went to Germany because my grandfather was from Germany and they, my great grandparents, they left Germany because, you know, the, the second world, the second world world. And then I was to Germany and then one day I, I, I don't have money and I start singing in the streets uh, with a little play. And then two days later, some person say, hey, you have a nice voice. You want to audition for the Conservatory of Music of Cologne? And I say, why not? And I say, I was there like, like always like, make fun of myself and I did the audition and they give, give me a scholarship <laughs> wow that's awesome I studied was private private classes I wasn't with all the students but I go every Thursday from I think 11 to 2 or to 3 I forget and my prophet my trick a teacher was Philip Lancia a beautiful baritone baritone from Australia and he he took me the they teach me the technique about the the content tenor so for this, I go to, so I can be, I'm a tenor, but I can be mm -hmm. super high as a content tenor, like a, maybe a CV mall or whatever. Nice, nice. And uh, the little bit I I saw in the preview, it, you you are using a lot of different genres. You are having a flamenco, for example. What, what, what kind of uh, show are we expecting? And it's a little bit of cabaret also. It's very exciting. So Yeah, it's like, a, basically, it's like a play. Latinx or XO is basically as a conversation with me and my father because I don't have a very good relationship with my father when he was alive. Mm -hmm. So, and then I thought, you know what? And one day I, I told myself, I want to do something that maybe be like a catharsis or like a therapy for that situation with my father. And, and then I use the theater. I say, you know what? I mean, it's a theater. And then I say, okay, but how I tell the story, uh, just Miguel talking. I'm like, I always concern myself so boring. <laughs> so I'm very creative, but I'm so boring. I, I say myself. And then I say, I want to do something like I'm talking with my father, but through characters. So, you know, like as a Venezuelan, you know, we grow up like all the time going to church and praying because the Virgin Mary, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if you're going to be a, a bad guy, God is going to, you know, punish you. <laughs> my grandma, my, every time you say that. So yeah. my childhood is represented in that conversation with the Virgin Mary because all the Catholicism and the, and the Christianism, whatever. And then when I became a teenager, I represented in the figure of Carmen from the opera of Bisset. But why Bisset and why Carmen? 
because that was my my father's favorite opera. He always was singing the role of Don Jose. And Don Jose represent Don Jose represent my adult life. So those three characters all the time talking with my father and Miguel. It's very interesting. You know, the switch characters all the time on the show. Yeah. And people laugh, people, laugh, people surprise it. Uh, I, and of course, it's boleros, it's flamencos, it's um, kind of fusion with salsa and flamenco. Uh, from, for example, from Carmen from Bice, I go with to Celia Cruz. And people are like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, what is, what is that? it's like a vodka with chicha <laughs> <laughs> you know it might work <laughs> yeah but it will work for the toilet <laughs> <laughs> <Who knows>? <laughs> <laughs> anyway and then in the end it's miguel the king and you people can see it's miguel and then he's he talked to the audience and said this is who i am this is i am the reflection of my father and it's kind yeah. of cool. People, a lot of people after the show, they come to me and say, wow, I just saw myself on the stage. Or yeah. I, one guy in here in Joe's Pop in New York, he said to me after, he was a, one of the waiters for Joe's Pop. And after the show, he say, you know what, Miguel, thank you so much for doing this. I don't know you don't know me, but thanks to this show, I'm going right away, right now after when I finish work, and I want to tell my parents who I really am. So oh. thank you so much for giving me strength. And I was like, oh my God, wow. that's inspiring. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. Are you sure? I, I, Say yes. Awesome. Probably then, you came out taller after that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, you know, and I and I asked him actually, next day I say, you talk with your parents, everything is okay. And he said, Yes, Miguel, everything is good. They they hugged me. I'm like, yeah. So I was very happy yeah. for him. <laughs> Wow, that's inspiring. So you inspire a lot of people. That's, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but it's kind of beautiful too as well. And for this, I have a, all the time I say to myself, if I, one day that happened, you know, if I my career going like very big or whatever, I always want to use my voice for those that can talk. And yeah. I want to protect everybody. I, uh, like women, men, trans, gay people, straight people, everybody okay. that he's, they're good and innocent, I will, I will be there, you know? That's awesome. And uh, so I, I suppose this is, this is already very inspiring, but what inspired you today? I suppose this is the kind of things that inspire you day by day. What inspired you into, in your career? Uh, I, I always say that the, the, the most things that inspires me is people uh, because I know it's a lot of uh, darkness and a hatred in the news or in the world or whatever. But I believe and I'm completely sure that we we are more people that give love than people that give hate. Yeah. Uh, and people and sometimes you think that darkness is powerful. It is. But if you even if you go to a dark, dark room and you can see anything and you just blow a little candle, it's so strong that little candle that you can see everything in the room. So the yeah. darkness never can blow up the, 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 that beautiful candle. So yeah. it's inspiring me. They, the, the New York subway inspire me every day. Yeah. I basically, the, for, the late, for, the late, for the latest um, five years or seven years, maybe 95% of my songs 
is written in the subway. Inside nice. the subway. I, it's crazy. I don't know what happened in the subway. So the subway, <laughs> so, for me, is so magical. It's so dirty, but it's so magical. Yeah, even the smell is unique. Yeah, it's and it's, it's not weird. bad. It's just unique. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's yeah, not bad. It's, so, it's, it's, it's just, bad, but it's like, okay, this is the way. <laughs> yeah, I am in New York City. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's magical. It's That's magical. Great. And uh, so, is is this the first time you put uh, a one, you know, self, your one man story or one one person story uh, telling your own autobiograph autobiographical yeah. inspiration? Yeah. Yes. Because before I did, okay, I always do like a one, one man show, whatever. But mm -hmm. it's Mikael just basically talking about songs and uh, making fun of the people in the audience, you know. But in this time, uh, I'm acting. So if something happened on the stage or something happened on the audience, I can't get out of the character because I'm not Miguel. I am with the character. Yeah. So, oh, so it's the, the first time that it's been very personal. And then when I wrote last year as well, uh, during the pandemic, before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and after the pandemic, when I, I did a show English with an accent, it's basically, mm -hmm. it's, my, it's my own story as well, but I change it with the subject that I, I'm a caterpillar. Yeah. They came to New York City to find his, um, his wins, to be the king of butterfly. But it can be anybody, it can be somebody. If, but I said, I would love if, if that show one day get big, I would love to see an Asian girl doing my character because everybody can do it. It's about, yeah. it's about immigrants in the world. They bring yes. the color, you know, to every country. Yes, yes, that's great. Uh, when you were growing up, uh, oh yeah, you told me that your inspiration was your dad. Uh, in your early career, what, what did you picture yourself or was your main inspiration? Oh, my main inspiration was Julie Andrews. <laughs> yes, when I saw The Sound of Music, I was like, oh, I want to do this. <laughs> so I want to sing. And, and I think maybe uh, when I go so high in my register, my voice is because I try all the time to imitate her <laughs> to go so high. And, but I basically, The Sound of Music, Roger Hammerstein, so was my inspiration. This is what I know I, I'm going to be. I, I, this is what I want to do in my life, performing. And of course, as a young teenager, whatever, growing up, we listened to Debbie Bowie, Freddie Mercury, Franco De Vita, Elan, uh, even Oscar De Leon, Celia Cruz. This yeah. is even music that, that I don't do, but I, I, I get so inspired. For example, I, I don't sing salsa or merengue or whatever, but if I put a Celia Cruz, album I dance like crazy and I love that woman so yeah. because it's, it's really good they're really good artists but and then I became to uh, be a songwriter my bigger inspiration that I know you know them is Mecano mm -hmm. from oh, yeah. from Spain I I love so much the music from Mecano yeah the, uh, Jose Maria Cano you know Hijo de la Luna Cruz de Navajas Oh, yes. it's, it's like wow that yeah. was being influenced because I said to myself my childhood is yeah, yeah I say you know what you can be popular that, that Mecano is a big example that you can be popular 
Yeah. With Doing beautiful poetry. Yes. I know with trash. That yes. I don't want to say names. But you know, I'm very, yeah. I'm very happy for so many new artists that they are very famous today or they have success. Very happy for them. But when I hear the music, I'm like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. say, what is this? Ugh. You know, better, literally. But I good for them. I wish everybody good, the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, you're always looking for a message behind your art. All the time. Yeah. All the time. And I like the people when they listen to my, my music, they, they hear, what is that? Like, for example, in my first album, Donde Sara Matiz, it's the first song called La Amiga Que Se Fue, my, the yeah. friends that was gone. It's basically, it's the story of my mother when she get the menopause. Oh. <laughs> because my mom was so depressed, like, oh my God, I get menopause. And I say, mom, are you depressed? It's so horrible. It's so old now. This is the beginning <laughs> of the end. My match so dramatic. And then, and then I wrote that song. Uh, I said, Mom, listen. And she said, oh, you see, I'm I talking about your menstruation that you just, she left. But you're going to be okay. And she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you want any more babies anyway? So <laughs> start. Exactly, you have enough. <laughs> yeah. So every time, and what even when we do one song, I like the people thinking about, like, what he's trying to say. I love, I love to use a lot of metaphors in my, in my music and my artwork. Even in my paintings, I always do something. What does it mean? Think, think. <laughs> and this time you're doing a tour with your show. Did, have you toured before? I never toured before in the United States. It's my first United States tour. Before I toured with a Broadway musical in Spain, Fame, the musical. Oh, it was yeah. uh, with Caracas and it was like a Latin American uh, tour and like uh, artists. We were people from Cuba, Mexico, Colombia, um, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and Venezuela. We went in tour for two years and a half for all Latin America. It was beautiful, the, the tour. You know, the, the, the countries. In every country, I have a friend. And from those people in the company that maybe we, we were 23 or 25 um, dancers, actors and singers. I'm very good friend with four. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you have where to stay now when you go around. <laughs> yeah, very great. Uh, I don't like everybody else. I, oh, I like them. I don't think they like me. I don't care. But <laughs> I, I still very good friend with the four that I'll fight that I loved in, in that time. We're still very good friends now. And I love that we're still friends. And then I had the opportunity to work as a, a, a cultural attach from the um, State Department. And I went uh, with uh, Obama administration to a, a tour in Russia with American Songbook. And then in the, in the Trump era, in the beginning, they called me back and they asked me if I want to do a winter tour. My, we singing uh, again, the, the, but they, they, this time you want Latin America and American music. And I say, oh, perfect. And I went with a, this great singer from New York City, Grace McLean. She's amazing now. She's, she's in the new Cinderella 
Bad Cinderella from Andrew Lloyd Webber. She was in The Great Comet. And then I saw I saw her say, you want to come with me to Russia? Because they want I brought with women with me. And I said, perfect. And then I went to her in Russia for a month, February, winter. Then I never do that again. <laughs> Sounds very cold. <laughs> oh, my God. If you think New York City is cold in winter, no. New York, is, <laughs> New York in winter compared to Russia is like Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was very bad. And then right now, you know, we did a Under the Radar Festival. Uh, we were so happy they, they inviting us. And then a lot of people came to see, you know, presenters from other, other um, countries and cities. And this is what happened now for the Latinx. So I saw they, they come in, people came and they say, they talk with my agent and they say, we want this, we want this. And I said, oh my God. And then, you know, we went, already we went to Salt Lake City, Utah, beautiful people there. And then we went to Palm Beach, Miami. And now we are like in one week and a half um, break. And now we're going to go to Stanford, California. I like, woo! Yeah, and, yeah. and then it's coming to Chicago. Um, San Francisco, hopefully, maybe it's, it's talking about maybe Oregon, Seattle, Canada, and like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm very, exci- oh. I'm very excited for Stanford. I don't know why, yeah. but we're excited to go there and like, yeah, yeah. it sounds like our, our part is going to be the most boring one. Everything else sounds so exciting than a university. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to see those, all those guys and the kids and the girls and like, come on guys. They're going to love it. Yeah. The show is very funny. It's very, some part of the show, they're like, a, oh, like, a, oh. But as some part of the show, they're like, a, oh, they laugh so much. They even, me as a, as a performer, sometimes even the director is like, oh, you see the reaction? <laughs> because we don't expect that. Okay, try oh. me. We get, we get to try this. I say, okay, I want to try to see if it works. It works. <laughs> and sometimes like, a, okay, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> And, and it's, it, it sometimes it surprises you the parts that work with some people and not with others, or do, do you, you say it? So does it sometimes has it any any time surprised that a joke that works with some people and not with others? Oh uh, yeah, totally. Sometimes I do it the same joke and and, and people's like, <laughs> you know, like like a droopy face. Hey yo, <laughs> and I say okay, but you know what? It depends because for example in Psych Lake City, Utah. And in Palm Beach, the audience was very quiet. They laughed, but they were they were very quiet. And actually, I was like, oh my God, they don't like the show. <laughs> but then in the end, they send an ovation and go crazy. So was the audience that I guess they just were playing uh, like just paying attention to what happened on the play. They want to listen everything. But of course, in Miami, no. In South Beach. <laughs> In the moment that I started the first song is Besame Mucho. Oh, they were singing with me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It was very funny. I was, I, from the beginning, I was like, oh, this, this evening is going to be funny. <laughs> it was. So they, they were more, they were warmer. And oh, more they were. Oh, yeah. They were crazy. I don't know, because maybe they, you know, they, I performed in the, for the first time in the Miami band shell. There's like a very iconic space in Miami. And uh, next to the, it's, you know, it's open. And next to the, the stage, it's like a huge bar where they sell beer, wine. And I think one of the audience was, was drunk. 
para they joy. <laughs> I was very happy. And then in the end, they say, okay, don't go away after the, the show because it's going to be a, like a party with Miguel. And I say, <laughs> like, with whom? <laughs> so, but it was very nice to meet everybody after the show. And everybody's saying, wow, and pictures. And it was very, very, very funny, but in a good way. It was very great. So I can't wait now to see the reaction from the people in Stanford, <laughs> the audience. And and uh, so I see space Latin XOS gold. I thought it was probably Latin Soso or uh, no, what's the because... name about? <laughs> Latin because, of course, I'm Latin and I represent the Latin people, whatever. And so yeah. XO because it's the initial for the keys here. You want to, we, we say here, when I, we want to say kisses, we say XO, XO. Oh, okay. Kisses and hugs. Latin abrazos, hugs and kisses from, from Latins. Or Latin hugs and kisses. It's basically <laughs> what I mean the show. Nice. Well, I, I hope that people come and I'm going to be also uh, putting on your website and yeah, giving, uh, telling everybody to come and, and see you and, and meet you. I think it's going to be amazing. And also, I'm... Um, Really looking forward. Oh, the 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 costumes. What about the costumes? Yeah, you know what? I, all the time in my shows or when I do something, I always uh, make like a little sketch in the beginning, and then those sketches I go to a gr like a good designer. Even if I'm I'm designer, but no, I get I want to give the job to another person to focus on that. And my friend Ryan, his name is Ryan Spark. And he is beautiful, human, and incredible, talented guy. He does so many Broadway shows here. And I think I became, I, we became working maybe like five years ago, and we're still working. We are very good. I have a great team. So uh, Ryan is the one day I tell, okay, inspire about this. This sketch is only for inspire you. You can do whatever you want. And then he, he came, oh, Miguel, I did this, I did this. I say, And then it's all his credit. And it's not for me. It's, it's really Ryan. It's wonderful. And yeah. And, but please tell the people in Stanford if they come, uh, it's going to be free beer that my agent, Greg, uh, Greg is going to pay for. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's going to kill me. <laughs> Well, you know, this is also, well, that, yeah, there are a lot of breweries around, but it's also wine country. <laughs> exactly. Hello. <laughs> the first people that come in had this free wine bottle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greg pay for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, do you know Greg? Uh, nope. <laughs> but you I will. will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Because you say, nice to meet you, Greg. Where is my bottle? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll uh, definitely be there, and you're gonna come also with your musicians, who are also who are also Latinos. You say that they were yes. from Mexico. Uh, well, we New are, York I, and Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming with uh, four wonderful artists, Latins, um, from Puerto Rico. It's mm. Joel Mateo in the percussion, and. And then Saul Cosme on the guitar. He's from Mexico. And the bass with a baby face. I call him baby face. You will see now how when you see him. <laughs> is Jair Montes. And the musical director is an arrangement for all the songs that I'm doing here. And I'm doing with my albums and everything is Jaime Lozano. He's from Monterrey, Mexico. He's an incredible 
so amazing ar arrangement and musician. But besides that, uh, if from one to 10, Jaime is 10 as a, from one to 10 is 10 as a, as a talented, but it's one from one to 10 is 100 as a human. It's Jaime, I adore him, he's like a brother. And I love his wife, his, his song is like my nephew, Alonso. <laughs> and I'm so happy. And the stage, you see, something that people uh, see about the show, they say, wow, you guys have a great connection, all the musicians in USA. Yeah, because we love working together, but actually we love each other. Uh, we laugh so much when we do rehearsals. It's not about, okay, you know, I'm professional. I need to be quiet and serious. No, not with me. I was telling with me, when you want to work with me, we need to laugh all the time. Yeah. Because, life, <laughs> because life can change in one second. And if that, people is going to realize that in the show actually as well. Yeah. The life can change one second. So you need to enjoy your life. And this is what I'm doing right now. La vida es un carnaval. Very silly. La vida, es, la vida es un carnaval. That, esa canción es una maravilla. Yes, it is. It's so inspiring yeah. too. It's, it's a perfect song. It's, it's a perfect song. But it's also the rhythm. Everything is perfect. And you know, for me, for example, Celia Cruz, I think Celia Cruz did that show and did, um, did record that song when she already was maybe 80 or 75. And that woman go, go crazy when the, with, with the costumes and the, all the wigs. And I say, that is when an artist of yes. the time evolution, you know, yeah. uh, he was, she was incredible. I'm so sad that I never met him in person or see, see her in, or saw her on stage, only on TV. Ah, oh, Basilia Cruz was one of the biggest artists from our life. Yes. Yes, yeah. she was. And, and yeah, I haven't seen such a big, uh, uh, party well not party but honors made after her death like you know florida pretty much stopped in the streets new york too when when yeah. it was amazing incredible well Love today actually today is so sad that barry belafonte passed away actually oh. you know yeah he was passed pass away today barry belafonte but of course he was 96 he had a great life wonderful life he was an activist a musician a beautiful artist so another legacy from that incredible man. Yeah, well, too bad to hear. Well, uh, well, thank you for being on Atene Americana and we'll definitely be there and, and, and uh, see you, <laughs> meet you in person. And I'm well, my pleasure. And of course, I'm going to hug you because I'm very <laughs> huggable with everybody. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> for me, it was so hard, COVID, because it's, I'm like, oh my God, I like to hug people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I see you there, definitely. See you there very soon. And this was Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Stanford, 90.1 FM. Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. This is Atenea Americana. Bilingual house of culture. On the air and online. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Juves. Isabel Juves. Vuelve pronto. Atenea Americana. From Stanford to the world. Remember to come back soon. Ciao. See you later.